Organic traffic is one of the most sought-after things entrepreneurs are looking for, and not so long ago it was easy to get, usually during the honeymoon period between us and a new social media app. But as they grew and became a bigger asset with huge audiences, their need to deliver a bottom line to investors became vital. One of the first places they will start to make money is where others are making money from the use of their audience. And in order to do that, it meant organic traffic needed to diminish enough to make buying attention a more necessary option. And so we are left with two choices. Hand over some of your profits to get some of the attention you used to get, or work a lot harder to get the traffic they are willing to let you have. But that's not going to stop you or I, is it? You're listening to It All Works. This is episode 13, Organic Traffic Jam. There's lots of different ways you can get organic traffic, but it leaves the definition of it to be any traffic you obtain without paying for it, like you would with ads. It means you are passively awaiting people to notice your content and discover you. If you did a really good job with your search engine optimization, people might find you through the searches much easier, a little more attention without buying an ad. You might create some very interesting social media content that will get you noticed, even more if it's shared and goes viral, again, without paying for it. And of course, there's various events you could create online that will get people's attention through networking and just the overall excitement with a promise of value within it. Not long ago, there was a time when things were new and shiny. You could get noticed for simply existing. If you were one of the first to have a website, you got a lot more traffic. Same with being in social media apps as they launched. You didn't realize it back then, but you were a valuable contributor to the growth of social media and the internet. When you created content to share, you were being rewarded with unconstricted attention. Because to be honest, you would have been one of the few items on the menu or one of the few shows to watch on that channel. In the beginning, there was a content deficit. And as the early adopters succeeded and had huge successes, it got everyone else wanting the same. And so there was a huge influx of content and even more traffic with more users. The successful bunch became a smaller percentage of the group, but the rewards became even bigger. It all bears a likeness to a gold rush. Everyone moved in on it, and there was only a few that truly struck it rich. Then something happened that really stung most of us. It was like a switch got flicked and organic traffic just plummeted. I remember one October a few years back, I was posting on one of my Instagram accounts, and the amount of reach, likes, and follows dropped by 95%, it seemed, overnight. I was still doing the creative work and being pretty skillful with my tagging. It was gone. Poof. Just gone. What came next was a bit of an insult. When your social media app tells you the number of people you could reach if you boosted your post, it was a slap in the face, because I used to get the attention of those people. It was our content that attracted more users and drove up the engagement and created an economy within their ecosystem. That's what made these companies worth billions when they went public. And then in order to pay their shareholders and prop up the values, they turned around and handed us the bill. It's no secret, as a society, we could literally make a social app fail just by not creating content or using the app at all. Engagement would be gone, ads would fail, game over. But really, we don't want that to happen. What we want is more organic traffic. A reasonable amount. I mean, right now you can post and it might not even get shown to the people that follow you, and because of the way the threads work, they might not even see it. So how do we get out of this organic traffic jam? There are some of the more traditional ways, and then there are some new creative ways. So let's quickly roll through some of the traditional ways first. 
SEO, or search engine optimization, is one of the ways to help you get found through search. You probably don't need an SEO expert anymore. Most of the heavy lifting is being done between apps that make sure you show up somewhere on search. What does make a difference is the way you can help the apps. Making sure you have a good use of words to describe what you do in the content, the titles, and the images. By doing that, you will give search engines every chance to index you correctly. To back SEO up, you should be niched in. This is an important second point, and let me tell you why. If your words and descriptions can place you precisely on the right searches, it will likely place you higher on the list. Also, you will have the right people finding you. And of course, consistency. Being consistent with your content delivery will obviously get more eyes on your content, but it will also create a pattern so that in addition to new people discovering you, previous people will return to see your latest and greatest. Quality is a major factor for organic traffic. If you are going to push content out, the sky's the limit as far as how good you can make it, but there is a minimum standard. Yes, there is a line you can cross which would deem your content poor quality, and that will turn people off fast. It could be in your words, your images, videos, everywhere. If your audio on your podcast is bad, don't wonder why there are few listeners. If people only watch the first 10 seconds of your video and leave, something's definitely wrong. You don't need to produce the highest quality work in your niche, but you do want to avoid distributing the worst. SEO, niching in, consistency, and quality are the basics for helping you improve the amount of organic traffic you get. But there are things that people don't do or won't do. Some completely disagree with what I'm about to say. One of the key things you should have in your online business is infrastructure. That means having all your content housed in a way that will create a journey for people to discover you. Having all your social media apps consistently branded and tied in with your website is a huge help. There are people that will disagree because they believe they can do it without a website or other utilities. And there are people who have, but they haven't proven they are doing better without one. This is a debate that always makes me giggle. When I talk to somebody about organic traffic and growing their business and I ask about the analytics of their website or the results from their email list and they tell me they don't have either one simply because they know they don't need it, it's one of those conversations where it's going to take a lot to steer them in the right direction. I have removed myself from them because 90% of the time the person will never see it any differently and it's not my job to convince them. They wanted to have a discussion about more organic traffic, but they aren't open to all the solutions. And I don't like it when people object to free advice, especially when they asked for it. A website is still the headquarters for your content, and it's the hub. From every social media app, people should be able to find your website, and from your website, they should be able to find all your social media. Plus, your website can house all your content in a well-curated space. Organic traffic doesn't just mean one post or blog and the person is hooked and committed to following you. It takes much more and a website can help make it more. You will end up getting people to cross-platform to see more of your content. They will see your content on your site that might not be available on social media and then there's the ability to get them on your email list. Your website and social media and all the other places your content can be housed should be linked together so that if a person chooses to, they can continue to consume more content than the original place they discovered it. Do this well enough and you become a destination, a place they will want to return to. Which leads me to my next point. By being that destination for one person could lead to them sharing it with others. When people really like the things they discover, in this case that could be you, 
the more likely they will share it with other people. Sharing used to be such a huge part of the online ecosystem, but most entrepreneurs don't inspire people to do it that well. Years ago, you would never need to ask. There was a content deficit and people were proud of their discoveries. They shared a lot. It's different now and you have to do things that will give people a reason to share your content. I'm sure I'll be covering this in a future episode of this podcast. But for now, if there's a skill you need to master, it's compelling people to not only like your content, but so much so they share it with others. There's nothing better than to have other people sharing your message. It's personal and powerful. People pay attention to what their friends share more than other things online. Organic traffic is one of the best things about doing business online. And even though it has become more challenging to acquire, it is still very possible to get a lot of traffic by doing something special. Even though organic reach is constricted on social media apps, and your website might be listed well below all other businesses that paid to be at the top, there is always a chance to stand out and have virtually the entire internet help you. The potential audience has never been bigger, so there's no shortage of people to discover you. At the same time, there's no shortage of content either, more specifically your competition's content. And your competitors will range from a ton of beginners and intermediate entrepreneurs, and then a few experts and icons that dominate in the space you operate in. The main thing you need to do is strike where your strengths are. No two entrepreneurs are alike, so there is always something that sets you apart from everyone else. It's about how you are different, while having nothing to do with who is better or worse. And this is where most of us fail. We try to be something we aren't, believing that it will get us what we need, or we do things in a similar fashion to everyone else, believing that's what works. But it likely won't work for you perfectly or even well. To overcome all the obstacles and restrictions that have reduced organic traffic, we need to do things that are very much 100% pure us. And we need to be consistently bold about it. Because as original as each of us are, our message is just as original. The type of content that gets more organic traffic than others is raw. Very open and honest content. So we need to use our voices to share that in all the right spaces where we can find the people that we seek to serve. This discussion about organic traffic can be a frustrating one because we all know that organizations are bending the hose or turning off the tap. And we still feel we need to continue to try and draw something from it. Because we have created these monsters, we all contributed and showed up and now it seems like everyone here has nowhere else to go. While that's a dark point of view, we need to keep our eye on the opportunities that are left. It's going to take a better content strategy and production value. And we should be spending more time creating content than consuming it if we want to make forward progress. After all, good content is not easy to make. And it's more productive to work on it and get eyes on your content than be a spectator. One thing has always been true about organic traffic, no matter what the obstacles are. Every one of us can, if we choose, can start creating gravitational pull towards our social media, then to our website, and into our email list. And the stronger we make it, the more likely the social media apps and search engines will actually start working for us. Making it all work. I have two points I'm going to focus on that will hopefully help you get more organic traffic. The first one is obvious. It's your niche. I can't help myself because a lot of people don't realize that they actually aren't dialed in on their niche. Knowing exactly how to attract the people within it is key. Your people, the ones you can help the most and serve the best, they need you to show up like you're talking directly to them. That's what your content has to do. Your uniqueness is what will help people recognize you and what you're about. It's a bigger deal than you think, and most people think they have it covered, but they don't. 
It might be causing you problems and you won't see it because it's in your blind spot. You can always reach out to me if you want to discuss it. You might be surprised at what I can show you. The second is your website. I'm sorry, but as outdated as this seems, people aren't using it the way they should. I've seen more websites that act like placeholders where important content should have been. You need to be a destination. For over a decade, social media has made you believe that your accounts are a destination. They aren't. At best, they are an avatar of you and it's just a rental. You don't own it. And you're in someone else's house. It's their destination. Your website is your house and you should want as many guests there as you can. Sure, you might meet them in social media, but you need to get them back to your place where they can truly understand you a lot better. So they know where you are and know where to find you should they want to visit again and bring even more of their friends. Websites are still your online headquarters. It's not a debate. Focus on it and welcome people in. Thanks for listening to the 13th episode of the It All Works podcast about organic traffic. I hope you got some helpful information from it. And if you do have any questions, please email me. You can do that from this episode page within the itallworks.com website. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast. That way you will get every new episode as it's released. I also run the It All Works Facebook group where I continue the conversation about each podcast weekly topic. Join today and you can meet some of the best members I could ever ask for in there. Thanks for sharing your time with me. Until next week, take care.